Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connections, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Hello, hello, and happy 2020. I can't believe we are in January. I can't believe this past January 3rd, Back to Basics became one year old. And for the first episode of this year, 2020, I wanted to do a little bit of reflections. To be honest with you, I wanted to do this um, during the holiday season. But uh, being completely honest, I needed to go back to basics. I thought, how can I have a podcast about being true to what you need, what your body needs, um, and then forcing myself uh, to tape or to produce just because I wanted to publish every single week. So I made a tough decision and I say, it's not a bad thing to take a couple of weeks break and I just went MIA. If you follow me on social media, you know, uh, I'm very active during the year, but these past two weeks, I just took it very easy. I took a much needed break from uh, connectivity. I went on a cruise and I really tried to avoid uh, being connected, using technology, and just driving myself to that place where I always have to do something because that's how I feel. I always have to do something. It's my nature, but uh, sometimes just to unplug is necessary. I hope you did the same. If you haven't done it, you still have time. You don't have to wait for New Year's just to take a couple of days and just refresh and recharge. Now, the funny thing is, even if I did that, now getting back to normally is hard because I'm so relaxed and so detached from what I was doing before the break that it's hard to get, you know, your discipline back in order. But uh, here I am and I'm ready for this new year of Back to Basics. I'm excited about some of the guests uh, we have lined up for, for this year. So before I go and share with you some of my holidays thoughts and reflections, I want to thank everybody. It's, as I said before, it's a one-year anniversary of the first published episode of uh, this podcast. And I guess by now I'm starting to feel some love. I'm starting to get emails uh, out of nowhere from people that have discovered the podcast and are reaching out and are showing appreciation um, enthusiasm and even some people want to come on the show so if you if you listen to this podcast and you have a good back to basic story or you want to share with us how is that you keep in your happy place how is that you keep true to yourself please do uh, send me an email or contact me through any of my social media platforms I would love to have you on the show so let's go back to um, holiday mode so Christmas is really my, my favorite holiday. I'm Catholic, so the meaning of the season is, has a lot of importance to me and my family, and I try to take it all in 
as I said before. Now, how it happens for me is that I feel this acceleration in December, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure you all feel crazy too. And then when, you know, those holidays, uh, days hit, it's like uh, I'm suspended in space. It's almost like everything stops, and I love that feeling. I love the feeling of the world kind of stopping or sinking up, but for a good reason, right? Not for any tragedies such as 9-11, but more for, you know, a holiday that we all celebrate, and I really believe that the December holidays are one of those times. And, uh, or, you know, a World Cup or Olympics, something where we kind of fall align. Maybe the world doesn't stop, but we all um, are kind of watching the same thing. So I really take advantage of that and try to go into a place in my mind and my brain where I don't usually go or don't have the time to go. Now, in terms of New Year's resolution, I have never been one to make New Year resolutions, mostly because I'm more of the uh, way of living of if I want to do something, I just do it. I don't wait for the New Year. And to be honest, sometimes I find it interesting how people think that just because we have a new year, some magic dust is going to fall upon them and then things are going to get done. Um, if you want to do something, I'm of the thinking that you just have to make it happen. That's why actually uh, Back to Basics was published for the first time uh, on a January 3rd. I had started working on it and learning about podcasting end of November. So actually in the craziest of times, that's what I started. I normally don't work in the in the most logical way. In any case, what I do, I do a few things and I try to reflect about, you know, what happened the past year. What what went well? You know, I think that our brain is built in a way where we tend to remember the bad and instead of honoring the good. So um, for me, 2019 was a fantastic year. This podcast happened on 2019, episode by episode. I never thought, uh, where is this podcast getting me? Because this is what people tend to ask. Why are you doing this? Uh, what's your goal with this? And uh, I just do things one step at a time. And now the podcast is taking me places that I never expected to take me. And this is not my job. I don't make a living out of this. I just do it because it's fun. And, uh, and now I, I am acknowledging that the, the feedback I get back, the love I get back, the, the feeling I get when one of you, uh, either one of my friends talks to me and say, wow, I really like this episode. Uh, this interview resonated. This guest you had was amazing. That really fills me and gives me energy to keep going. So I must say 2019 was a back to basics years for me is when I made this uh, podcast a reality. And I thank you for being part of that because you, whatever you are, even if I don't know you, you were part of what went well in my 2019. So this greatly helped my personal growth uh, during this past year. Now, on a professional level, I have to say that uh, 2019 was the year of um, increasing my exposure and my visibility at work and in my industry. And uh, 
I really was intentional in making that happen. Someone told me once, everybody loves a good story, and I realized that our family business has such a good story and a powerful story about how my father founded our industry. And to be honest, it's something that I, although I'm extremely proud of, I didn't showcase it enough, I guess, because being part of a family business is not easy and being the daughter of the owner is not easy and that's something I have always struggled with. I always wanted people to know me for me and my work and in a way it kind of bothered me uh, a little bit when people describe what I do as um, you know she works for her father or she works for the family business and they leave out um, you know the accomplishments or the skills or the talents um, that I have but uh, I have to say this is something I've dealt with my entire life and at this point I feel good at the, on the spot I am and because I was intentional in increasing my circle of influence and my exposure I was able to see results again not that I was looking for something in particular but the opportunities just fell on my lap and uh, not because I haven't worked for it, but because that's how life is. You just show up, do the work, and then opportunities present themselves. So 2019 was challenging for me work-wise because I was uh, given a great honor um, of being appointed by the FCC chairman uh, to chair the Job Skills and Training uh, Committee it's, you know, called BDAC, Broadband Development Advisory Committee. And I'm not going to get into work because this is not a work uh, podcast. But but I have to mention this because it's one of the assignments I have gotten in a very long time where I was totally out of my comfort zone to have to go to the FCC every couple of months and to present in front of such a high caliber group of people and to chair a group that is producing work that is meaningful to the United States as a country in terms of workforce development. That, to me, has uh, blown me away, that opportunity to do that. It's, uh, I'm growing professionally in a way I didn't expect and from an angle I didn't expect. I have even surprised myself in terms of how much I'm enjoying the whole experience and that idea of service, uh, because I guess that's something that I've always liked to do, to serve. And, and with this opportunity, I'm getting to do just that in a way, really, that was unfamiliar to me if it wasn't because of this chance I was given. The other funny thing when I think about the peak moments is that when I started this intentional exercise, which was really two years ago, I bought a book about branding and I realized that I wanted to understand what was my personal brand and what did I want to be known for. And uh, so this is all a result. In the past two years, everything I've done center around the top 10 traits that are important to me that I have, things that make me strong as a person. And uh, it's an amazing exercise, and I invite you to do it. Try to list all your strengths that you have as a person and start working in building your own brand around those strengths. Those are the ones that make you unique. Those are the ones that make you you. 
Some people focus on the weakness. Forget about the weaknesses for a, for a moment and just focus about what you're strong on. And when you define that, which is a tough exercise because there's probably the first list I put on of things that I felt I had that were important to me. There were probably 25 and then the book prompted to, to focus on 10. And uh, I can share with you what 10 things I left on my list, but the results that I've seen when I started working on those and promoting myself with those, it has been amazing. So that you have an idea, um, here were the 10 things that after back and forth, back and forth with over 25 qualities or strengths um, that I had listed, this is what I kept that I felt I was strong in. Connection, dependability, faith, diplomacy, energy, family, inspiration, integrity, passion, perseverance. Every time I read this, I get chills because I recognize things that I am and that I like to be. And it really keeps me grounded and keeps me focused. The other important thought I wanted to share is that I know many people that have worked for the corporate world their entire life. And every time we have a conversation, they center it around we, we, we. And when they talk we, we is the company they work for. And that's great. But everything they are, it's almost like they are an attachment to the company. It's not like they are they and then the company is the company. And I really think that's uh, a wrong approach. That causes a lack of identity and that causes that unhappiness that some people feel. Because when you mix your own identity with the company you work for or with whatever you're doing at any given time that is not you, then you're not being true to yourself or you're not expressing yourself in a way that needs to be expressed so that you ensure a happiness feeling, a fulfillment feeling. We know we're going to go through ups and downs. We cannot be happy all the time. But that fulfillment that you get when you do something that you like doing, you're not going to get it unless you identify your own strengths, what you need in your life. I know I need connection. That was my the number one thing in my list is connection. Because although I enjoy to be alone sometimes, I like being with people. I like connecting with people. I like exchanging ideas. And so I have to have that very high in my list in order for me to feel fulfilled. So I can happily say that last year I felt aligned with that list. I read it today to tape this episode because I had it stashed somewhere. And I feel good about it because I read it and I feel, yes, this is, I'm still aligned with what I had written. And that obviously makes me very happy. Now, was it all great? No, it's not great, you know, to begin with. I'm Venezuelan, so I'm not even going to go there, but I have a huge amount of stress and worries uh, about my country, about my family being there, about our business uh, headquarters being there. But um, that would be a whole totally episode. I just want to make sure you understand that although I'm an optimistic person, there are situations in my life that are extremely worrisome for me 
And if you see the news, then you know um, it only takes saying Venezuela. I need to explain no more. But that's something that's very heavy on my shoulders, on my mind, on my heart. Uh, but I have to deal with it. I cannot control the situation. What I can control is how I feel about my everyday life. And so I decide to, to deal with that separately and not let it affect um, what I'm trying to do um, for my work and for my family. Besides, obviously, the Venezuelan situation, anytime you're doing good at something, which, yes, it was a good year for me, you become busier, and the, and the time management and logistics with your family and with kids, that becomes challenging. If, if I must say what has, was the most challenging thing uh, the past year, besides what I just mentioned about my Venezuelan situation, it's uh, the coordination, trying to be a good mom, and basically the work-life balance that we all struggle with. But you know what? It's hard, it's challenging, but it's possible. And that's why taking those breaks and, and having said during the holidays, you know what? This is family time. Let's enjoy it. Let's not get the pressure, our own self-imposed pressures, because even in terms of this podcast, no one, no one is pushing me to publish. I am the one pu- pushing me to publish. So... The fact that you are strong enough sometimes to say stop and discipline yourself and be responsible in taking or not taking action, that's very empowering. Just stop sometimes. You drive your own boss and no one else does. So you have the power to do whatever it is that you want to do. Now, when you are ready, and I'm ready, I'm, I'm, let's say I'm, I'm warming up my boss right now. I'm almost like coming out of a hiatus and uh, I kind of feel the energy I want to go but at the same time I'm a little lazy and uh, but I, I am I am on the on the driver's seat I turn it on maybe I'm uh, tuning into a radio station that has a song that gives me the energy to heat the gas And uh, as I am there, and I invite you to imagine yourself being there, being ready for 2020, a new decade. And uh, now you have to think about what you want this year. What what are your wishes? What's going to be your mantra for the new year? Because I like to to have a mantra for the year and think, what, what year will this be? And of course, the truth is, I didn't know much about what was going to happen in 2019. That's why I don't have New Year's resolution. When I think about the main things that happened in the past year, I could have had no idea at all that they were going to happen. I would have had no idea that I'm going to end up at at a committee at the FCC in January 2019. And guess what? That was the highlight of my professional year. So also, if there's nothing in your mind right now or nothing tangible or you cannot name it, don't feel bad about it. Maybe it hasn't shown up yet. So don't feel pressured to also set the goals or establish what it is that's going to happen because maybe you don't know yet. Just go with the flow. And the important thing in my view is to take action when you feel you're in front of a good opportunity. So in my case... Uh, thanks again to this exercise I mentioned before in terms of my branding and my goals. Um, 
thanks to that exercise, I defined that my focus was going to be around workforce and workforce development because of my job and what we are experiencing with the whole um, inclusion movement and diversity uh, was going to be important. So that became uh, two of my pillars, uh, diversity, workforce, and then uh, smart cities. And that's a little bit linked to work, but let's call it innovation. So innovation, workforce, and diversity. Two years ago, I established this is what I'm going to work on, and all the good opportunities that are validated in my life are one way or the other linked to those. And also, when I think about these pillars that I established for myself, what I think about is how can I help someone that I know and that pushes that cause? And this is why I've taken on, it's been a while now, but on mentoring younger girls, younger women that want to enter the telecommunications industry, which is a very male-dominated industry. That's why I accepted to do a book this year, which will be a big thing for me in 2020. Um, it's called Women in Business Leading the Way, so I'm very excited about it, and I'm going to do a lot of work around it. Um, and then I'm planning, hopefully, on speaking more about these subjects and contributing. So what are the subjects that are important to you? And if you can make it on something that can very well mix in your professional life and your personal life and really roll it over into one big initiative, I think that's where the magic happens. In a way, that's what I'm experiencing. I feel through this podcast, I'm able to talk about the things that are important to me. I'm able to interview people that have many, many interesting things to say about, um, you know, things that are important to me and hopefully to you. And so I have found a way or a platform where I can really mix what I have said as my work goals with my personal goals into one, becoming my own personal brand or motto. So if you put some thought into it, I'm pretty sure that you can find your own and you can find your own way or your own platforms where you can take action. Stay true with what makes you happy. This is the whole purpose of the podcast. This is the whole purpose of what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to inspire people on doing. We are not perfect. We don't live perfect lives. We all struggle. We all have moments where we're down. We all have moments where we're lazy. I just admitted to you that I have my lazy moment happening right now. This, with this podcast, I, this episode, I had to push myself. And now that I'm doing it, I already feel like, yes, let's do this. 2020 starting. Let's make a difference. Let's make it happen. So in terms of a mantra, what do I want 2020 to be? I have two sayings that I keep coming back very often and they have been recurring in my life. One of them took me through my painful experience back in 2001, of which I taped episode 20, which I still keep getting uh, feedback for and I thank you for listening. But yeah, I share in episode 20 one of my most challenging times in my life and what got me through it, and I now forget if I mention it or not, but I don't think I mention it, was the motto or the mantra, pourquoi pas? Remember, I was in France. Pourquoi pas in French means why not anything. I was invited to do or offered to do that sounded interesting and excited to me. 
I would say, why not? Every time my brain tried to give me excuses of why that wouldn't work out, I would sabotage my brain and say, no, you're not doing this to me. Why not? Why can I not do this? And, f- and, and see around your life who does that to you because there are people around us that do this all the time. You throw in a good idea and people are going to take it down or try to take it down telling you why that idea doesn't work or why, uh, you know, why could it fail? Don't pay attention. Just say por cuapa and go do it. And the other thing that I really like and I keep coming back often to It's, as Frank Sinatra would sing, the best is yet to come. Such a powerful one-liner. The best is yet to come. So I have been very fortunate. I, I feel I have a blessed life, and I thank God every single day for it. But when I think about the future, I always like to think about it like that. The best is yet to come. We can create. We each have the power and It is your choice to stand up and make the best out of each day with energy, with optimism, with courage. So I hope that you've enjoyed some of my holiday thoughts. And again, I thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking by. I want to do another year at least. So let's see what the journey brings. Sometimes it's challenging. Life is busy, but I'm committed to make this happen. And uh, I assure you I have many interesting guests coming up so if you're enjoying the podcast please review it give me five stars if you like it and of course be honest if you don't like it i can take um, uh, constructive criticism as well so leave a review but most importantly take advantage of the new year start listening to your heart start listening to what makes you tick and go for it happy 2020 everybody thanks for listening